Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, the Geek Slays. Let's try this again. Welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 75. We got about halfway through the very first segment of the podcast. Power outage. Gotta love it. Gotta appreciate it. Um, Kevin, thank you for the sub. I appreciate it a ton. Deserved it. Ah, doubt it. But I appreciate it. I really, really do. Yeah, you subbed and then my stream ended. That'll happen. Uh, too bad even Streamlabs doesn't recognize that you subbed, so I can't replay the alert. All right, though. We are here. We are back. So we're going to jump in. To, well, I'm going to start this off exactly how I started off the last one, at least a little bit. Um, we started off by this is only the third time I've done the podcast alone. Second time in the last three episodes, though. And then before that, it had been an entire year since I had done the podcast solo. So, but I wanted to start at three because that's when my new stream schedule is. And I didn't want to be late. But hey, fuck me, right? Gotta love power outages. I hate it. I hate that. I need to get a UPS, a battery backup. So that when the power does that shit where it turns off and then right back the fuck on. My PC stays up and I can continue my stream. And if the power actually goes out, it gives me time to turn everything off correctly. I'm not happy. I am not the happy right now. But we were talking about the NBA Finals and the Milwaukee Bucks. First off, I want to start it with saying I was rooting for the Phoenix Suns this entire series. Chris Paul is one of my favorite players. Um, I understand not liking the way he plays the game because he is, he knows every rule and he's going to do everything he can to exploit the rules as they are written. And he will get any call that he knows he can get. Oh, that guy's shirt's untucked. Give me the free shots. Yeah, no one really wants to see that. But then again, it's in the rules. The fact that he knows them and can call it out isn't his fault. But I do understand not loving that type of that type of player. But um you know, it is what it is. It will and won't be. Um Um, I forgot what I was saying. And then, you know, for Devin Booker, he was called a player who put up just empty stats. And I never really bought into that. Um, you know, he was just on a bad team and good players on a bad team put up stats. That's how that normally works. Where his stats may be inflated because he was on a bad team. Sure. Um, but I think this playoff run has proven that he doesn't. He's not just an empty stats guy. He is a superstar level player. I think anybody who watched this final series can see that and understands that. Um, stop doubting. Uh, yeah, it a a prime sub is. So I'll I'll explain this. When you pay for Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime sub every month. The same as a basic tier one subscription. So same money, same revenue split for the streamer. Um, same whatever. You get all my emotes. You get your sub badge. Um, and all that type of stuff. It is a great surprise. You want to know why? Honestly, to me, a prime sub means more than a regular tier one sub. Maybe this sounds a little weird. But a regular sub tier one subscription, you can have as many of those as you're willing to pay for. You can subscribe to every affiliated Twitch channel on the planet. You only get one Twitch Prime sub, and you chose to use that on my channel. or Whoever you choose to use that on, I feel like there's something special about that. Maybe, maybe that's just me being fucking stupid, but that's my thought. Is you only have one of those, and so I really... Really do appreciate that. But 
back to talking about the finals. Um, it's good to see Devin Booker hopefully getting the respect he deserves. I have seen, though, people on Twitter saying, well, this proves it was all just empty stats. And to those people, I say, get fucking real. Did you watch the games? Devin Booker was the only reason they got as far as they did. Do not give Chris Paul that credit. Like, give Chris Paul some credit, absolutely, but do not act like Chris Paul is the only reason they were good. They went 8-0 in the bubble last year. It was it was shocking. You know, they probably should have been in the playoffs competing for a championship last year. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, but I do... Oh, the last thing about the Suns, just players, is this playoff series slash finals run has proven that DeAndre Ayton deserved to be that number one pick. Not because he was the best player in that draft. Luka and Trey Young are both better players. But he deserved to be the number one pick because he fit correctly with Phoenix. Everybody doubted that he would be good enough. He definitely deserved it. I don't watch NBA, but it's just relaxing to listen to. Maybe that's just my voice. I've been told I have a very relaxing voice. Um, so, I mean, DeAndre Ayton played amazingly throughout most of this playoff run. He had the toughest assignment in the world in the finals, and that was guard Giannis Antetokounmpo straight up one-on-one. -on -one. And, yeah, he struggled. So does Kawhi Leonard. So does Paul George. So do the best defenders in the NBA. Like, that's not how you beat Giannis. Is that by man putting is playing Gallagher. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Hoon with the host, I appreciate you. Um, but so that that's most of what I have to say about the Suns. Little bit of something else to get into when we talk about why they lost. But for the Bucks, I mean. Giannis played insanely well. Like, anybody who doubted that he could be the best player on a championship team or lead a team to a championship, yeah, fuck you. He just did it. And he put up maybe the best finals performance. Definitely the best closeout performance of anyone in the finals ever, probably. 50 points, what, 50, 16, and like six blocks? That's insane. That's a crazy stat line that you're probably never going to see again. Giannis put the Bucks on his back and carried them to this championship. Now, I have to give most of the blame to Monty Williams. His defensive strategy for stopping Giannis was awful. When Giannis... When, when two teams, the Raptors and the Miami Heat, have shown you beat Giannis, you build a wall, you stop him from getting to the basket. And you decide, I'm going to put our third-year center, DeAndre Ayton, one-on-one -on, -one on him, and that's the only option. Yeah, you're going to get the shit kicked out of you. There's no one in the NBA who can just straight-up guard Giannis. There's no one. The fact that your defensive strategy was, we are not going to guard Giannis, we are just going to let him ball out and hope we can slow down everyone else. Pretty fucking stupid. Because you're letting Giannis ball out, but then you're also leaving Chris Paul on the court, who's a 36-year-old 6-foot-1 point guard who all you have to do is get a defensive switch that puts Chris Middleton on Chris Paul, and Chris Middleton's going to score every time. Your defensive strategy for this series was awful, and hopefully it makes Monty a better coach. Will the Suns be back in the finals next year? No shot. They, honestly, I love the Suns. I love this team. I love Devin Booker. They're not good enough to compete with a fully healthy West. Not really. I mean, they faced the Lakers, whose top three players were hurt. LeBron... Not 100%. AD didn't play. KCP didn't play. Then they go to face the Nuggets, whose second best player, Jamal Murray, was hurt. 
Then they go face the Clippers, whose best player, Kawhi Leonard, was hurt. And maybe their third best player, Marcus Morris, was hurt. That's how the NBA works. I get it. You have to have some luck, and you have to win the battle, the war of attrition. If you are the healthiest team, you are going to make the finals. That is just how that works. If you can have all of your players on the court at the same time, you're going to make the finals. That's just how that works. Because the Bucks got the same amount of luck on their side. Sixers hurt. Nets hurt. When they faced the Hawks, Trey Young got hurt. You have to win the war of attrition, and both teams did that. But next year, I don't think it'll be the same. And I also don't think Chris Paul is going back to the Suns. I can already see him choosing to go to the Lakers because that's where he'd have the best chance to win. And I think at this point for Chris Paul, it's not about the money. It's about, I want that ring because not having a ring is a stain on his legacy that he doesn't want to have. Yes, Giannis did ball out. But not just because he's this dominant force that nobody can stop, but because the Suns didn't have a good system. The system put in place was let Giannis do what he can. And that's a terrible system. It really, really is. I don't know what... I I don't know what the thought is, but... I mean, seeing Giannis win finals MVP was great. Um, Seeing him live up to, first of all, his promise to Milwaukee that he'd never leave until he won a championship... And being one of the very few players to hold that promise, James Harden said he'd never leave the Rockets. Fuck, Kyrie said he wouldn't leave the Celtics. They did. Giannis said he wouldn't leave until he brought them a championship. He could demand a trade tomorrow. And I don't think Bucks fans would be mad because he held up his promise. But also, if you look back, there there's the tweet from Kobe, right? Where Oh, so Giannis even talked about it apparently in the press conference last night where, you know, Kobe tweeted out that challenge for him. His first challenge, because Giannis replied to him, still waiting for my challenge at Kobe Bryant. And Kobe read quote tweeted it and said MVP. And then Kobe tweeted, MVP, greatness. Next up, championship. And Giannis said last night, he's like, you know, Kobe thinks I can do it. I got to do it now. And, I mean, just look at the guys who Kobe mentored, right? I mean, Giannis a little bit wins a championship. Mostly it was a challenge from Kobe. Devin Booker, who Kobe loved, made it to the finals. Jason Tatum, who... Kobe coached the hell out of balling out. Kobe's impact on this game, just everything, from his inspiration to people to his challenges to people to his actual coaching up and helping of people, is uh, something that has truly changed and improved the game of basketball and you love to see it i love to see that the bucks won yes i would have preferred for the suns to win but it's not like i truly had a dog in this race maybe the suns not winning is the reason d book comes to minnesota yeah probably not but that that would be my hope but i mean let's move into the offseason Kawhi might leave the clippers but he probably stays in the western conference Fuck, he could go to Golden State. They could trade off Andrew Wiggins, send him to a bad team where they'd take the money and the Warriors send the 14th overall pick this year just to get rid of Andrew Wiggins' contract and then go use that money to sign Kawhi because Kawhi wants to stay in California, I'm sure. He's an L.A. kid. You know, the Lakers going to improve. The West is going to improve. Damian Lillard's going to go somewhere, play something. Um, you know, just a ton of shit that's gonna happen. 
Um, so, you know, I said at one point this year, if the Bucks were going to win a championship, it had to be this year, and they did it. Will they get another one? Probably not, honestly. But it doesn't matter, because they got theirs. You know, um, what else? What else? What else is there to really talk about in the about the finals? Oh, so according to Mark J. Spears, the Lakers are seeking a veteran point guard. Chris Paul is on their list. Russell Westbrook is also a candidate. Dude, if Russell Westbrook instead of Chris Paul goes to the Lakers and wins a chip. Oh. That's that'd be great. But who knows, you know. Fuck, maybe maybe the Lakers do everything they can to go get Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Just say, we'll give you any picks you want. We'll give you anyone on the team not named LeBron or Anthony Davis. You want them all? You want Kyle Kuzma? Take them. You want Montrez Harrell? Take them. You want Dennis Schroeder? Take them. You want uh, Taylor Horton Tucker? Take them. You want Alex Caruso? I guess take them. Because then you go and you give Dwight Howard a small contract and you give JaVale a small contract of fill up the other two big spots. And then there's always older guys who are going to want to take vet mins. You could probably get Carmelo Anthony to come off the bench. You could probably get, um, I don't know, other shooters to come off the bench. Go get Kyle Korver. He's like 40, but I'm sure he can still hit a three-point shot. So it's intriguing. I'm, I'm excited to see how the NBA grows and, you know, what changes going into next year. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about kind of started, fuck, Kevin Sub earlier, the prime sub kind of speaks into this part, but I was talking to someone last night and they were having a rough night. But, um, they were, they said one day, all of my favorite streamers won't be streamers anymore. One day me and everyone else, this person loves to watch on, on Twitch who have, according to them, saved them from dark moments, won't be streaming anymore. And what do I do then? Um, you know, in moments where they felt the most alone, these streamers helped them a ton and sports ball. So here, here's an exact quote from this conversation. Um, where, where's the one I'm looking for? Uh, I know it sounds silly saying strangers save people they've never met, but they don't know the power they have when they go live. They don't know how many people they save by streaming a video game or just sitting and talking or, you know, whatever. You know, um, how seeing the Geek Slays is streaming, come watch, popping up in notification, make their makes their days better, especially on really bad days. And first of all, for me, that's, in my opinion, there's two types of streamers who are actually worth watching. There are some streamers who start streaming for the money or for the fame or what the fuck ever. And then they don't end up streaming very long because they realize it takes a lot of work to actually get to the point where you have money or fame. But 
there are two types of streamers that matter. Streamers that stream because of their love of video games. You know, I'm streaming because I love to play video games and I just want to share that with the world. That's awesome. But then there are people, this is why I started streaming, who life has kicked the shit out of. You know, they, they suffer from different mental illnesses, depression, anxiety, whatever it may be. And they stream because they hate the way they feel. And they want to provide entertainment, a safe place, you know, somewhere where people can escape from reality. And they're, what they're trying to do is make people not feel the way they've felt their entire life. You know, I don't want anybody to feel the way I feel when, you know, I want to, you know, have this stream where people can come, they can laugh, they can escape from the reality of what life is. And, you know, I think I stated in one of the first YouTube videos I ever made, I'm doing this because if I can help one person deal with difficult times, if I can help one person want to keep going, if I can make someone feel better if they're having a bad day because of the content I've made, then I'm successful at what I do. Getting a message from that person yesterday telling me how much I've helped them and how much, how good it makes them feel to see that the Geek Slays, the notification that the Geek Slays is live, how good that makes them feel. I, I did it. To me, that means I am successful at what I do. Because it's the one true goal I've had, and that is to help people through dark times because of my content. My goal was one, and apparently I've done that. And that's... That's huge to me. But it also proves that I'm doing the right thing here even on days when it doesn't feel like it and it feels like everything is stacked against you, I'm doing the right thing and I need to continue to bust my ass at it because I'm helping people. <laughs> Sorry, that was a weird tangent to get on for this episode, but it was important for me to talk about a little. You know. But I've also... Uh, was trying to tell them that technically you'll never run out of those streamers who make you feel better. Will everyone you watch now be the people you watch in 10 years? Probably not. Kevin, I don't know if you want me to read this on stream, but... Um, oh, it's a little off topic. Okay. Um... Got a lot of anger problems, and that isn't good. I really can go off at someone about a little problem and things I don't like is compliments. I'm negative about myself, and people say to me otherwise. I would stream if I had the stuff for it, really. I like you, because, yeah, big streamer. Hopefully my stream's still working. That was weird. Because, yeah, big streamers don't notice a lot of people because their chat is full. Here you appreciate everyone actually. So part of that, my Streamlabs is having an issue. I hope you can still hear me because Streamlabs is acting like I'm not talking. But the bigger streamers also appreciate everyone. I think the best example of that is Dr. Lupo. If you look at Dr. Lupo and the kid who donated five bucks to him or whatever it was and said thank you so much for all the, the the all that you've done for me and that your stream has done and this community that helped me feel better but the kid said today is going to be my last day on earth and lupo said no 
I'm going to be live again tomorrow at 9 a.m. You are going to be here. You are. I think the biggest thing when you get to that size, which hopefully I will eventually. No, which I will eventually. I'm not I'm not letting myself pretend that it's all on hope and luck. It's not. I'm going to continue to bust my ass and I'll get there. Um, but the thing is, it may seem like the streamer doesn't notice you and that, you know, they don't really care, but they do appreciate everyone that's there. Um, I don't know. I don't really care to be honest about which part, eh, whatever. Um, just my problems in life I have. And yes, you streaming is really relaxing and chill here. That's why when I've got the time, I check your stream because of how relaxing and funny it might be. Well, Hey, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, but I mean, The uh, compliments and being negative about yourself, that one I truly understand. I don't know if I have anger problems or if I just am a psychopath sometimes, but that also just is kind of what it is. Um, but I, I, I am glad you think it's relaxing and chill because I'm screaming half the time. <laughs> but okay had to check that my because my streamlabs is acting weird so i had to double check Um, I don't want to copy the other person, but that's all true what he said about the streamers. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, to anyone who's outside of this world, because as big as Twitch is, as big as YouTube is, as big as streaming is, as big as online content creation is, it's not that big. There are still billions of people who know nothing about it and would never understand the idea of streaming saving people or helping people through a dark time they just wouldn't so it, it but that's why i do what i do in 10 years from now i'm still going to be watching you you probably just won't see my comments since your channel will be huge by then hopefully god fuck i gotta stop doing that yeah yeah well i gotta have more confidence in myself I mean, fuck, look back at the video uh, Imperial Wolf made about me on TikTok. When I, when he said, you know, if you're a streamer, ask me what your biggest problem is and I'll tell you. And he's like, dude, you have everything down. You just lack confidence. And that's 100% fucking true. Because I don't like me. So it makes it tough to be confident in putting myself out there because I hate me. Why the fuck would you like me? And I got to stop doing that, but. Um, what will be sad is when people don't have the time anymore to come here. Probably in 10 years, I will have forgotten you. That's probably true. Or it won't be. There were probably people 10 years ago who were talking about forgetting PewDiePie and Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. Will I ever be on their level? That I don't know. That, probably not PewDiePie's because fuck, nobody's ever been on his level. Maybe nobody ever will be man has 110 million subscribers like that's fucking insane what i think I, I do think people not having the time will be a thing that happens i think it'll go from you know you know eventually you know i might only see one of those first 
subscriber badges and it'll be Spence. And that's just because we're friends in real life. Maybe that'll be the only first I see in the chat ever again. You know, but people grow, people change. Maybe eventually you just stop watching Twitch altogether. But, you know, they were also talking about the idea of every streamer that they watch just no longer streaming. Other than you're more entertaining. Oh, the PewDiePie Markiplier Jacksepticeye level was just more of a Will I be a big streamer? Absolutely. They are, at least those three, to me are an entirely another level. You know, you can be a great actor. You can be, you know, Christian Bale. But you're not on that level of Leonardo DiCaprio. There's a difference. I don't know if I can ever reach that super mega level. But I can reach a huge level. Um, But, you know, in 10 years, all of your favorite streamers might have stopped streaming. You know, the person I was talking to is a big Minecraft person. So, you know, Dream, Tubbo, Geek greater than PewDiePie. Don't bring that sacrilege in here. PewDiePie the goat. PewDiePie the goat. Um... But, you know, people dealing with the hate that you can get on the internet has caused some people to already talk about quitting streaming. Or they already have, because the internet's a fucked up place and people are fucked up. And that can lead to a lot of people. Oh, I can... Streamlabs ever acknowledged? No. Um, that can lead to people <laughs> didn't finish my sentence for fuck's sake. But you know, hate can lead people to stop doing the things that they love. For me, I've always gotten hate for the decisions I make the way I look, the way I act, the way I talk. For a long time, like in high school, I mean, part of it, yeah, I'm an ugly motherfucker. Kind of short, kind of fat, whatever. I'm not blind. I notice those things. So that type of hate doesn't fucking bug me. If you want to come in here and call me fat, it's like, damn, try harder. Watch more videos of yours this week than I have of PewDiePie in the last two years. I honestly don't find him entertaining. His content has changed a lot. That's true. Right. In 10 years, a lot of the people watching me now probably won't be here except for my friends. That's probably true. I hope it's not true. I hope to see all of you guys still here. But that isn't up to me. I mean... I'm going to continue to push out content that I think is really good and, you know, I'll continue to grow my community and we'll find out, you know, but as more people come into the community, maybe others leave as the community grows. And I go from averaging, you know, five to 10 viewers a stream to, you know, 70 to a hundred viewers a stream. How many people are going to leave because of When I go to averaging a thousand viewers a stream, how many of those original hundred viewers are going to be gone? Who knows? That is just something that kind of happens and I think has to happen. I think you lose people as you grow because there are people who do prefer the smaller streams. You know, will there be a day where I can't spend the entire stream analyzing and reading every single message in chat. Absolutely. Um, but people's content style changes and that can change how you view them. I mean, look at, even for me, look back at my original videos compared to now. My content style has changed. I've become a lot more confident on camera, a lot more confident in being a dumbass online. But back to the whole hate comments and shit. 
my entire life I've been called um really hope I could watch you in a few years um I want to reach your final stream I don't care how long that takes I to me you know and things could change in the future right now though I see I'm not going to say I'm going to stream till the day that I die because fuck, maybe I get very unlucky and live till I'm 80. But there's a lot more streams left. There's a lot more content left. There's a lot more everything. But as I was telling this other person, if I ever do decide that, you know what, I'm done, my content's still going to exist. You never truly lose content on the internet. Now, it would be kind of fucked up if I deleted everything I've ever done, but I wouldn't do that. That's your life's work. I don't see why you'd delete it. But the hate thing, I've gotten hate my whole life for everything. You know, hating on me because my looks, I don't give a fuck. I'm not blind. I can see whatever you're going to say. You know, you're fat, you're short. Whoopty fucking do. I can look in a mirror. A lot of people I know gave me hate due to the fact that I'm smarter than them and that we we don't like people who are smarter than us. We belittle them. We belittle intelligence because I don't know why we're scared of it. Intelligence is scary. Realism is scary. But so for me, and then... Just the decisions I make, choosing to become a streamer, saying I'm going to be able to do this has gotten me hate from my own fucking family. It got me hate from my friends about how that's not realistic. You can't do that. Bitch, fucking watch me. The thing I've always said, if there's something you want to do, just fucking do it. Don't ask permission. Don't ask for support from people. Just fucking do it. Work harder than anybody else at whatever the craft is you are trying to do. If you want to play a professional sport, work fucking harder than everyone else. You want to be a streamer? I'm not going to say stream more than everyone else because that's not always the right answer. A 12-hour stream where only the first three hours it three hours of it were worth watching isn't helping anything. The best option is to, for the three hours you're live or for the five hours you're live or whatever, make it the best content it can be. And then take the time to learn from that. What can I do better the next time I'm live? What can I do better tomorrow when I try again? Now it's, it's, it's the easiest time in the world to do anything. If you want to be a streamer or just a content creator in general, let's say you want to make YouTube videos. Your smartphone has a better camera than any of us had back in 2008. You have a smartphone. You can record, you can edit, you can stream, all of it right off of that. It's so easy to get into the content creation space right now. Way easier than when I started. Way easier than when anybody before me started. And it will just continue to get easier to get into. But once you start, how do you improve? Even I struggle with the what can I do better today? What can I do better tomorrow? It's something that I have to work towards and what, something all of us have to think about. Um, how do you deal with... how? What's the best way to deal with hate? I mean, let it get to you and quit doing the thing you love doing. I don't think that's the best choice. Giving in to hate isn't going to help you with anything. You know, uh, freaking out, screaming, yelling at whoever's giving you hate, that's not going to help either because you're giving them the reaction they want. I have good mods. I, I'm a quick mod myself if they're not here. If you're a dick, 
I'm just going to ban you and it's done. You create another account, I'll just ban you again. I don't give a fuck. Because as much as the hate doesn't get to me, I also don't want to be looking over at it all the goddamn time. That's part of the problem. I think some of these streamers, their own mods show them more hate than their community does. Which is fucked. How do you pick somebody that you trust enough to control your chat and they turn into being one of the bad people? It's fucked up to think in that way. That if you stop doing the shit you do now, that it all ends. Except your videos still exist. But that will be just sad to watch if you're gone. When it's your last stream and you say, Alright guys, this was it. The last stream, goodbye. Um, if that happened or something like that, I might cry. Because you care about us. Fucking hell, a lot of text. I, honestly... I don't know how I'd do that. If I decided to be done, I don't know how I'd do it. Do you do the one final stream where it's, you know, the send-off? The riding off into the sunset? Do you post a retirement video like you're in the NFL? Or do you just go live like it's a normal Tuesday? You play your stream out. End the stream as you normally would. And then just dip. Completely off the internet. Nobody ever sees that you, you know, you just stopped. Or, but honestly, the way I see my streaming career ending, or just my content creation career in general ending is I'll go live today and tomorrow whatever it is that kills me kills me and there will never be a planned final stream because I die first <laughs> stop man you making me cry about this lamal but I mean honestly I I've thought a lot about this. I, first of all, I don't see myself living past like 50. I don't think I'm going to make it past 50. I just don't. Also, I don't know if I want to. To me, the health, scientifically, the human body is not designed to last past the 50. You won't understand. I do understand. Fuck, anybody that was here on, I don't remember what night it was, but the night Unis Honest had their goodbye stream, a 12-hour stream ending the channel. It was Markiplier, Crank Gameplays. They did an entire year, uploaded every day for an entire year on this channel. Unis Honest is Latin for one year. At the end of that one year, they deleted the channel. All of those videos are gone. You only got the memories of it now. Watching that channel end, I cried. Live on stream, because we reacted to it. And I cried live on stream, because I don't give a fuck. I do understand the idea. But I, I... I So, I don't see myself living past 50. I don't really want to. Your body begins to break down. Your mind begins to break down. I don't want to live that way. I don't want to live with the I can't do anything anymore. Doesn't sound fun to me. So, you know. But honestly, I do see that being how that goes, is I will go live, I'll end the stream, and then something off stream happens, and that was it. I don't think there will ever be a true goodbye stream. I really don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, just continue. Maybe in... Fuck, who knows, though? Maybe in five years, I... I hate to think about it, but maybe in five years, I don't grow at all. Maybe in five years, I can't support myself with streaming, and I have to figure out something else. 
that one's tough to think about. And I, that to me is a tougher thing to think about is what happens if, if I fail. Because for me, it's always been, I'm going to succeed. Or, you know, it's going to work. Why? Because I don't know what it's, what I'm going to do if it doesn't. I really don't hope that because you never know when that's going to happen. It's fair. I mean, fuck, I could end this stream, walk outside, and get hit by a fucking bus. You're going to live until the age of 101. Oh, like the city of Detroit? I'm living to the age of 101 and then dying? <laughs> but fuck that. The only way I'm living that long is, or longer than that, if we figure out the way to take my brain out of here, put it in like robot body, and I can live with my brain. I mean, that's all a person really is, is the brain. But, yeah, the human body's kind of shit, so. Unless we figure out, you know, cybernetics and shit. I'm, why are you hanging out in front of buses? I'm not, but it could happen. Fuck, I could walk outside and get eaten by a fucking bear, dude. I'd get eaten by a bear, dude. Bear down. <laughs> there are bears around here. I, I could walk outside and get eaten by a wolf. My dog could fucking bite me in my sleep. Who knows? Asteroid fall out of the sky and fucking doink. Goner. Or, I mean, honestly... This one's the most fucked up to think about. I could be sitting here on stream and have a fucking brain aneurysm and just lights out. <laughs> Man, this stream got dark. <laughs> this stream got dark. Damn. But, so, quick question for all of you that are still here. And for all of you that are still here, I mean, Spence and Kevin... What do you think about the stream schedule from 3 to 6 or whatever it is so far? Obviously not on Wednesdays. I'm not doing a three-hour podcast every week. That's fucking nuts. But what do you think of the stream schedule? And the fact that I've held to it. Today was a little fucking weird because shit broke. But I did start at 3. I just then had to restart at like 3... 25. <laughs> this podcast got dark. It's fucking dark. Mark. You should stream 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. 15 hours a day. Never make another YouTube video, apparently, because I have to be streaming. Spencer, are you outside of your mind? Obviously, I like the stream schedule. Oh, shit. I live in a completely different time zone. It's midnight for you? That's tough. That's tough. Mark. Mark. weird i hate time zones i really do i really really do i agree with hoon i like the stream which part that i should stream from 6 a.m to 11 p.m or that you like the new stream schedule also how you doing beehive how's the life how do we be I'm not streaming for 15 hours a day and never recording YouTube videos. No, that's no. YouTube videos is what we're really here for. The stream has just allowed me to actually talk to my audience in a way that YouTube never can. That's two votes for 15 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay. Okay. Y'all are fucking psychos, dude. Damn. We're good. Oh my God. 
Do you not want to see YouTube content anymore? Is that is that what you're telling me? Are you telling me to quit the YouTube content? Quit the TikTok content? Quit the Twitter? Quit Instagram? Quit being alive? Just sit here on stream until you die? It's now 12.13 a.m., but I'm going to watch until you stop. All right. Mmm, yellow. What's yellow? What's yellow? Where's the yellow? I'm scared. I'm scared. Cam, don't you do it. Cam, Cam. Oh, God. 4 a.m. to 11.30 p.m., Monday through Friday. No. No, Spencer. What the fuck? Everyone joined and the dark shit is gone. You guys lucky as hell. Yeah, we had we had Kevin sitting there not doing too great. He he did not enjoy the second topic of the day. I don't have a third topic planned though. That was it. That was my entire um plan um for things to talk about. So I don't know what else I'm really supposed to say now. I leaned in a little too close to the mic. Yellow equals hello. Oh, hey guys. Nice to meet you. I'm fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> 160 IQ, but can't fucking figure out that yellow is hello. Even though that's how I answer the goddamn phone. The first part of the dark shit was fine. The second part was going downhill fast. Yeah, that escalated quickly. But you're good now? Well, fuck, what other dark shit can I talk about? Yeah, I, I think it's a little too early to go into all of that. Too early in the afternoon. Not enough people can, uh, you know get drunk after hearing it bring it no 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 i pro i probably shouldn't bring the dark shit um janie how you doing today ow i just fucking chinned my microphone that was a little tough that wasn't ideal boys not ideal not ideal at all Um, too early. It's fucking midnight. It's 4 p.m. here. For some people, it's 3 p.m. Can't be getting drunk yet. It's too early. Especially if I was going to get darker than where we were at, Kevin. How's it going today? It is going pretty okay. Um, had every guest I was trying to get for the podcast today fall through. Never too early. Beehive? Beehive. There is a too early. See, you get drunk after five o'clock, you're a normal human being. You get drunk before noon, you're getting sent to rehab. Even darker than I'd leave the stream. Oh well, I it trust me, I can make it get fucking black out in here. Trust me. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah, every guest that I had tried to get on for this week uh, fell through. The one person that agreed to it never texted me back. Halfway through the first recording of this podcast, the power went out. So, uh, it's going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no bueno, please. What if you hadn't quit from last night? See, you should probably be dead. Like, alcohol poisoning's a thing. Unless you're being smart and, like, for every drink, alcoholic beverage you have, you have a glass of water. Maybe you'll be okay then. Make sure you're eating lots of carbs. 
but also you're probably going to put 20 pounds on during that binge. So maybe just don't do that at all. Drinking's not the ideal most of the time. My birthday stream, uh, I got the most fucked up I'd ever been, which is saying a lot. And uh, it bugged me because I also realized how fucking stupid people were. Ah, uh, the voice of reason. Yeah, shockingly. Hit him with the hard D. Yeah, the hard D. Um, scrambled eggs. What? But, you know, realizing that people would be as fucked up as I was that night and they'd decide it was a good idea to drive or do a bunch of other stupid shit. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I hate people. Uh-oh, dark shit. Warn me. No, no. But it, it, yeah. Um, I've never been a big alcohol fan anyways. I'd much prefer to smoke weed. You know, smoking weed in the state I lives in means that man is playing Gallagher. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Drag race with the host. I appreciate it. Uh, hello. What's my thoughts on scrambled eggs? They're. It depends if I'm having an egg sandwich. Scrambled eggs are top tier, but if I'm having like a regular breakfast that's like bacon, eggs, hash browns. I would prefer uh, over easy. And if I'm having anything maple, so like maple flavored sausage or like waffles or pancakes or French toast, anything that you put maple syrup on, can't have eggs. It makes me extremely sick, sick to mix eggs and maple syrup. Why? No fucking clue. But like... Puts me down for the count. I don't know what caused it, but... So there. There are my thoughts on eggs. All eggs, not just scrambled. Also, next thought on eggs. Gonna start a riot here. Deviled eggs are amazing, and if you disagree, you just lived with white people too long. Who don't season shit. Starting a war there. <sighs> um, yeah. But do is there anything else on the Twitters that can lead us to something to continue talking about? Or is it time to call it? think tutorial a tutorial on what what do you want a tutorial on A tutorial on how to uh no tomorrow is an off day thursdays i normally take off and then sundays are at least for now days off until i can work up the courage to stop playing D D on sunday with that group of people tutorial on me that sounds fucking weird, so no. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, just no. But, yeah, I think I'm out of things to talk about for this episode. Hopefully, next week I can get a guest on again. Already have one, hopefully, in the works, but we'll see how it goes. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for coming and hanging out, uh, for the last hour or so. 
But, yeah, I got nothing. So thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.